Welcome to Gospel Truth with Andrew Womack, a teaching ministry that focuses on God's unconditional love and grace. In the New Covenant, we have boldness to enter into the Holy of Holies by a new and living way. For so long, I was just always reaching out towards God. Where are you, Lord? But when I heard Andrew's message, it was just like the light bulb went off, and I just like knew God is here with us. And now, here's Andrew. Welcome to our Friday's broadcast of The Gospel Truth. This is the end of my first week of teaching on excellence, and this is a teaching that I've taken pretty much from the book of Daniel. And there's twice there where it says in Daniel chapter 5, verse 12, about Daniel having a spirit of excellence. And then in Daniel chapter 6, uh, six verse 3, it says that Darius thought to promote Daniel to be the head over his entire realm because he had an excellent spirit. And so this is what we're talking about, that God's promotion in our life comes because of an excellent spirit. You could call it a, a good attitude. Uh, uh, you know, there's all kinds of ways that you could describe it, but this is the biblical term, excellent spirit. Let me read this verse to you out of Psalms. CHAPTER 16, AND I'M NOT GOING TO TAKE THE TIME TO PROVE THIS CONCLUSIVELY, BUT PSALMS CHAPTER 16 IS QUOTED BY PETER ON THE DAY OF PENTECOST, AND IT SAYS THAT THESE VERSES THAT WERE WRITTEN BY DAVID WERE ACTUALLY JESUS SPEAKING THROUGH HIM. WHEN DAVID SAID THAT MY FLESH SHALL REST IN HOPE, IN VERSE 9, FOR THOU wilt NOT LEAVE MY SOUL IN HELL, NEITHER WILT THOU SEE THINE HOLY ONE TO SEE CORRUPTION. PETER QUOTED THAT AND SAID THIS WASN'T David speaking, this was Jesus speaking about his flesh didn't see corruption, but he was raised from the dead. So anyway, my point in bringing that out is to say that Psalms chapter 16 is a prophetic psalm, and it was actually Jesus speaking through David about what was going to happen to him. So look at this in Psalms chapter 16, verse 1. Preserve me, O God, for in thee do I put my trust. Again, this is Jesus speaking to his father, ABOUT THE CRUCIFIXION. IN VERSE 2, O MY SOUL, THOU HAST SAID UNTO THE LORD, THOU ART MY LORD, MY GOODNESS EXTENDETH NOT TO THEE. THIS IS JESUS SPEAKING TO HIS FATHER AND SAYING, YOU KNOW, uh, MY GOODNESS ISN'T EXTENDING TOWARDS YOU, BUT IT'S TO ALL OF THE PEOPLE IN THE EARTH. AND THEN IN VERSE 3, IT SAYS, BUT TO THE SAINTS THAT ARE IN THE EARTH AND TO THE EXCELLENT IN WHOM IS ALL MY DELIGHT. SO MY POINT IN BRINGING THIS OUT IS THAT GOD DELIGHTS IN EXCELLENCE. THAT'S WHAT HE SAID, THAT his, HIS GOODNESS EXTENDS TOWARDS THOSE WHO ARE EXCELLENT IN HIS SIGHT. YOU KNOW, AGAIN, THE WORD EXCELLENT, HERE IS A DEFINITION OF IT. I WROTE THIS DOWN FROM THE DICTIONARY, AND IT MEANS BEING OF THE HIGHEST OR FINEST QUALITY, EXCEPTIONALLY GOOD, SUPERB. AND THE ARCHAIC MEANING THAT WAS USED OFTEN IN THE KING JAMES BIBLE MEANS SURPASSING OR SUPERIOR. YOU DO KNOW IT'S TRUE THAT GOD LOVES ALL OF US REGARDLESS OF WHETHER WE WOULD BE CONSIDERED EXCELLENT BY ANYBODY ELSE. GOD LOVES US BY GRACE, NOT BASED ON OUR OWN PERFORMANCE. BUT GOD DELIGHTS IN EXCELLENCE. GOD DELIGHTS IN PEOPLE WHO TRY AND BECOME WHAT GOD INTENDED THEM TO BE. NOW, YOU NEED TO INTERPRET THIS A LITTLE BIT BECAUSE, YOU KNOW, NOT ALL OF US CAN BE IN THE SAME POSITION. YOU KNOW, GOD DIDN'T ANOINT EVERYBODY TO BE THE PRESIDENT OF WHATEVER NATION YOU LIVE IN. THERE'S ONLY ONE PERSON THAT IS CALLED TO THAT POSITION. 
And I don't as- aspire to any of those political uh, positions and stuff like that. That's not what God has called me to do. But in my lane and in what God has called me to do, I need to do it with excellence. You know, one of the things that we do here in our ministry, for those of you who have ever come to our Karis Bible College facilities in Woodland Park, Colorado, in just the last seven years, we have built, uh, man, nearly a hundred million dollars worth of buildings, 600 and I think 60 something thousand square feet. And if you come here and look at it, I mean, it's done with excellence. Now, there is a, some of this is subjective. And I've had some people come in and it could have been done bigger, better, more opulent than what we did, but it's what was in my heart and I did it with the most excellence that I could for the, for the things that God has given me. And uh, so anyway, I know that some of this is subjective, but the point I'm making is we, we went to the effort to build things, I believe, with excellence and then we maintain it. I REMEMBER GOING TO ONE OF THESE UNIVERSITIES. I'M NOT GOING TO MENTION THE NAME OF IT, BUT THEY HAD LET IT RUN DOWN. AND I WENT INTO THESE BUILDINGS THAT I HAD SEEN ON TELEVISION. AND WHEN I GOT THERE, THERE WERE SEATS THAT WERE ACTUALLY BROKEN. THERE WERE STAINS ALL OVER EVERYTHING. THE CARPET WAS MESSED UP. AND THEY JUST DIDN'T MAINTAIN IT. THAT IS NOT EXCELLENCE. YOU KNOW, ONE OF THE THINGS THAT I HAVE OFTEN SAID TO OUR STUDENTS, MANY OF THEM COME HERE AND THEY'RE JUST GETTING STARTED AND THEY'RE STRUGGLING FINANCIALLY AND THEY'RE HAVING TO BELIEVE GOD FOR A NEW CAR OR WHATEVER. AND I'VE OFTEN TOLD THEM, I SAID, WHY WOULD, why, YOU KNOW, YOU'RE PRAYING FOR A NEW CAR, BUT WHY WOULD GOD GIVE YOU A NEW VEHICLE WHEN THE ONE THAT YOU HAVE IS TRASHED? I'VE ACTUALLY BEEN IN CARS WITH PEOPLE BEFORE WHERE YOU COULD NOT PUT YOUR FEET ON THE FLOORBOARD BECAUSE THERE WAS PAPER, THERE WERE FRENCH FRIES, THERE WAS JUST THINGS LIVING EVERYWHERE. I REMEMBER GOING INTO A WOMAN'S HOUSE ONE TIME AND SHE WAS ONE OF OUR CHURCH MEMBERS AND I WENT OVER TO VISIT HER AND I MEAN HER HOUSE WAS SO DIRTY AND JUST CLUTTERED WITH STUFF THAT YOU COULD NOT STEP ON THE FLOOR. THERE WERE CLOTHES, THERE WAS PAPERS, THERE WAS SOMETHING ON THE... YOU HAD TO WALK ON TOP OF THINGS. AND YET THOSE PEOPLE WILL BE PRAYING AND ASKING GOD FOR A NEW HOUSE, A NEW CAR, AND YET YOU AREN'T KEEPING WHAT YOU'VE GOT. WHY WOULD GOD GIVE YOU A BRAND NEW VEHICLE FOR YOU TO TRASH IT IF YOU AREN'T EVEN TAKING CARE OF WHAT YOU'VE GOT? IF YOU MAY NOT HAVE THE NICEST HOUSE AROUND AND MAYBE YOU WANT AND DESERVE A BIGGER HOUSE, A BETTER HOUSE, BUT IF YOU AREN'T MOWING THE GRASS AND IF YOU'VE GOT THE WHOLE THING JUNKED UP, DID YOU KNOW THAT'S NOT EXCELLENCE? AND I USE THIS VERSE OUT OF PSALMS CHAPTER 75, VERSE 6, WHERE IT SAYS, PROMOTION DOESN'T COME FROM THE EAST OR FROM THE WEST OR FROM THE SOUTH, BUT IT'S THE LORD THAT PUTS UP ONE AND SETS DOWN ANOTHER. GOD PROMOTES EXCELLENCE. NOW, AGAIN, HE LOVES YOU, WHETHER YOU ARE EXCELLENT OR NOT. I'M NOT SAYING THAT GOD GIVES US WHAT WE DESERVE, BUT GOD, JUST LIKE IT SAYS OVER THERE IN PSALMS CHAPTER 16, HE DELIGHTS IN THE EXCELLENT IN THE EARTH. GOD DOES EVERYTHING HE DOES WITH EXCELLENCE. AND I BELIEVE THAT TO BE GODLY, YOU NEED TO HAVE THAT DESIRE. NOW, SOME PEOPLE ARE BETTER EQUIPPED THAN OTHERS. YOU KNOW, uh, WHEN IT COMES TO YOUR OWN PERSONAL APPEARANCE, SOME OF US JUST DON'T HAVE AS MUCH AS SOME OTHER PEOPLE THAT MAYBE ARE SOME OF THESE JUST BEAUTIFUL PEOPLE THAT EVERYTHING ABOUT THEM IS PERFECT. YOU you MAY NOT BE THE BEST LOOKING PERSON, BUT YOU KNOW WHAT? YOU CAN AT LEAST... um, WORK WITH WHAT YOU HAVE AND TRY AND DO THE BEST THAT YOU CAN DO. 
Now again, some of this is subjective. I'm not saying that everybody has to wear a three-piece suit. I don't wear a three-piece suit. I don't wear real fancy jewelry and stuff, but I, you know, try and at least stay clean. I always have my clothes right and stuff like this. I had a guy one time that walked into my ministry and I just happened to be walking by and I saw him and I, I watched him and he went into our IT manager's office and so after he left, I went in and asked this IT manager, I said, so what was this guy here for? And he said he was applying for a job, an IT job. And I said, I don't want you to hire him. And he says, well, how do you know? You hadn't even heard his resume. But you know, this guy walked in, he was in shorts that had holes in them. He was wearing flip-flops. He had on an old grungy T-shirt that wasn't even clean, and the thing was stretched out of shape. It didn't even fit him. It had stains on it. He didn't comb his hair. He hadn't shaved. And I'm aware that a lot of the younger people, you know, not shaving and, and having your hair all messed up, on and on it goes, and this is now stylish and all of this. But anyway, this guy just looked, and he smelled bad, and he was coming for a job interview. And I said, you know what? I don't want somebody like that working for me. And there's some people that'll look at me and think, well, boy, you're critical and all of these kind of things. But that is not a spirit of excellence. Now, again, if the guy isn't the nicest looking person and if he may not have as much money as somebody else, I could understand that. But he didn't even make an attempt to do anything. And some people will sit there and criticize me, but I'm telling you that I, I look for people that have a spirit of excellence. I really do. And I'm not, I'm not judging a person solely on how they present themselves, but I'm saying it is a factor. Some of you will know who J.C. Penney was. He had one of the largest retail uh, companies in the world for a large period of time. And did you know that the way he would hire his management people, he would do an interview with them, but then after the interview, he would always take them out to eat and if they salted their food before they tasted it, he wouldn't hire them because it meant that they just did things out of habit. They didn't actually taste the food. They didn't know whether it needed salt and seasoning or not. They just did things out of habit and they weren't really observant, paying attention. And that was one of the criteria that he used to hire people. Now, you can sit there and criticize that and say, well, that's not right. But you know what? He built one of the largest retail organizations in the world and it was because he had some standards and he was looking for people that would meet those standards. I'm telling you, God loves excellence. He loves you if you aren't excellence, but he loves you so much. He's trying to draw you into a place to where everything you do is with excellence. And I've talked about Daniel and his three friends, and this is one of the reasons that God promoted them. So I'm talking about four different qualifications or four characteristics of what I believe the Scripture teaches about excellence. And the first thing that we talked about primarily from Daniel chapter 1 was talking about that Daniel and his three friends, they were Jews and they had been taken by the Babylonians and they tried to educate them and turn them into Babylonians. But Daniel and his three friends refused to lose their identity. They remained Jewish. They held on to the Jewish dietary laws. They kept their faith in God. And because of it, at the end of the first chapter, they were found to be 10 times wiser and better equipped 
THAN ANY OF THE OTHER PEOPLE BECAUSE GOD WAS THEIR SOURCE. AND IT SAYS HERE IN DANIEL CHAPTER 1 THAT uh, THESE FOUR CHILDREN, GOD GAVE THEM KNOWLEDGE AND SKILL IN ALL LEARNING AND WISDOM, AND DANIEL HAD UNDERSTANDING IN ALL VISIONS AND DREAMS. GOD WAS THEIR SOURCE. IT WAS THEIR UNION WITH GOD, THEIR IDENTITY IN GOD THAT CAUSED THEM TO BE PROMOTED ABOVE EVERYBODY ELSE. AND SO, MAN, THAT IS POWERFUL. SO THE VERY FIRST THING I'VE TALKED ABOUT IS YOU'VE GOT TO HAVE A RELATIONSHIP WITH GOD. YOU'VE GOT TO MAKE YOUR IDENTITY IN GOD YOUR SOURCE, AND YOU CAN'T COMPROMISE. YOU'VE GOT TO DO ALL THESE OTHER THINGS. THE th SECOND THING I WANT TO TALK ABOUT, AND I WANT TO USE DANIEL'S THREE FRIENDS HERE. THEIR ORIGINAL JEWISH NAMES WERE HANANIAH, MISAEL, AND AZARIAH. THE BABYLONIANS CHANGED THEIR NAME TO SHADRACH, MESHACH, AND ABEDNEGO, BUT THEY REMAINED JEWISH IN HEART. THEY CHANGED THEIR NAMES, BUT THEY DIDN'T CHANGE THEIR HEART. AND WE SEE AN EXAMPLE HERE OF HOW THAT THESE MEN NOT ONLY KNEW WHO THEY WERE AND WHO THEIR GOD WAS, AND THEY HAD A RELATIONSHIP AND AN IDENTITY IN GOD THAT THEY REFUSED TO LET GO OF, BUT THEN THEY WOULD NOT COMPROMISE WHAT GOD HAD PUT IN THEIR HEART. THERE'S A LOT OF DIFFERENT WAYS THAT YOU CAN EXPRESS THIS SECOND THING I'M TALKING ABOUT. YOU COULD SAY THAT YOU NEED TO BE A PERSON OF CONVICTION. YOU CAN'T COMPROMISE, WHICH IS CONTRARY TO BEING A PERSON OF CONVICTION. YOU COULD ALSO SAY THAT THEY DIDN'T HAVE A FEAR OF MAN, BUT INSTEAD THEY FEARED GOD. YOU KNOW, WHEN YOU FEAR GOD, THE FEAR OF THE LORD IS THE BEGINNING OF WISDOM IS WHAT THE SCRIPTURE SAYS. IT SAYS IN PROVERBS CHAPTER 29 THAT THE FEAR OF MAN BRINGS A SNARE. THAT'S TALKING ABOUT A TRAP. SATAN IS GOING ABOUT SEEKING WHOM HE MAY DEVOUR, AND HE'S TRYING TO ENSNARE YOU AND KEEP YOU FROM REACHING YOUR FULL POTENTIAL. AND ONE OF THE WAYS HE DOES THAT IS THROUGH A FEAR OF MAN, AFRAID TO STAND UP BECAUSE OF WHAT PEOPLE MIGHT DO TO YOU. JESUS SAID IT THIS WAY. HE SAYS, HOW CAN YOU BELIEVE WHICH RECEIVE HONOR ONE FROM ANOTHER AND SEEK NOT THE HONOR THAT COMES FROM GOD ALONE. IF YOU ARE A MAN PLEASER, IF YOU ARE SEEKING HONOR FROM PEOPLE, I CAN GUARANTEE YOU, YOU WILL WIND UP COMPROMISING AND NOT HOLDING TO YOUR CONVICTIONS. SO I THINK THAT A SECOND QUALITY BEYOND YOUR PERSONAL RELATIONSHIP, YOUR IDENTITY, FINDING YOUR TOTAL LIFE AND CONFIDENCE IN GOD, THE SECOND STEP HAS TO BE THAT YOU NEED TO GET TO A PLACE TO WHERE YOU WILL NOT COMPROMISE. YOU AREN'T AFRAID OF MEN AND OF WHAT MEN WILL DO TO YOU, BUT INSTEAD YOU ARE GOING TO STAND ON WHAT THE WORD OF GOD SAYS AND NOT COMPROMISE THAT. AND YOU CAN SEE THAT IN DANIEL'S THREE FRIENDS. SO IN THE THIRD CHAPTER OF THE BOOK OF DANIEL IS WHERE NEBUCHADNEZZAR, HE MADE THIS IMAGE OF GOLD. AND IT WAS A HUGE IMAGE. IT GIVES THE, YOU KNOW, THE HEIGHT OF IT IN CUBITS AND THINGS HERE, AND I DON'T REMEMBER EXACTLY HOW HIGH IT IS. I THINK IT WAS OVER 60 FEET TALL, IF I REMEMBER CORRECTLY. BUT HE MADE THIS HUGE GOLDEN IMAGE OF HIMSELF. YOU KNOW, WE TALK ABOUT LIVING UNDER SOME OF THE PEOPLE THAT ARE IN POLITICS TODAY, AND THERE'S PEOPLE THAT ARE DISILLUSIONED, AND IT SEEMS LIKE THAT, MAN, WE'VE GOT PEOPLE THAT ARE JUST PROMOTING THEIR OWN AGENDA AND AND THERE'S JUST A LOT OF BAD THINGS GOING ON. BUT I DON'T KNOW ANYBODY THAT HAS MADE A 60-FOOT GOLDEN IMAGE OF themselves AND COMMANDED EVERYBODY TO BOW DOWN AND WORSHIP, AND IF YOU DON'T DO IT, I'M GOING TO KILL YOU. MAN, YOU TALK ABOUT BEING IN A BAD POLITICAL SYSTEM. THESE GUYS WERE IN IT. AND SO ANYWAY, NEBUCHADNEZZAR MADE THIS IMAGE, 
AND SAID THAT WHEN YOU HEAR THE MUSIC PLAYING, EVERYBODY HAS TO BOW DOWN OR YOU WILL BE THROWN INTO A BURNING, FIERY FURNACE. AND SO LET ME JUST READ THIS TO YOU. IN VERSE 4, THIS IS DANIEL CHAPTER 3, VERSE 4, THEN A HERALD CRIED OUT, TO YOU IT IS COMMANDED, O PEOPLE, NATIONS, AND LANGUAGES, THAT AT WHAT TIME YE HEAR THE SOUND OF THE CORNET, FLUTE, HARP, SACKBUTT, PSALMSTRY, DULCIMER, AND ALL KINDS OF MUSIC, YE SHALL FALL DOWN AND WORSHIP THE GOLDEN IMAGE THAT NEBUCHADNEZZAR THE KING HAS SET UP. AND WHOSOEVER FALLETH NOT DOWN AND WORSHIPPETH SHALL THE SAME HOUR BE CAST INTO THE MIDST OF A BURNING, FIERY FURNACE. THEREFORE, AT THAT TIME WHEN ALL OF THE PEOPLE HEARD THE SOUND OF THE CORNET, FLUTE, HARP, SACKBUTT, PSALMSTRY, AND ALL KINDS OF MUSIC, ALL THE PEOPLE, THE NATIONS, AND THE LANGUAGES FELL DOWN AND WORSHIPPED THE GOLDEN IMAGE THAT NEBUCHADNEZZAR THE KING HAD SET UP. WHEREFORE, AT THAT TIME, CERTAIN CHALDEANS CAME NEAR AND ACCUSED THE JEWS. THEY SPAKE AND SAID TO THE KING, NEBUCHADNEZZAR, O KING, LIVE FOREVER. THOU, O KING, HAST MADE A DECREE. AND ANYWAY, it GOES THROUGH PLAYING ALL OF THIS MUSIC AGAIN. AND IN VERSE 11, IT SAYS, AND WHOSO FALLETH NOT DOWN AND WORSHIPPETH, THAT HE SHOULD BE CAST INTO THE MIDST OF A BURNING, FIERY FURNACE. THERE ARE CERTAIN JEWS WHICH THOU HAST SET OVER THE AFFAIRS OF THE PROVINCE OF BABYLON, SHADRACH, MESHACH, AND ABEDNEGO. THESE MEN, O KING, HAVE NOT REGARDED THEE. THEY SERVE NOT THY GODS, NOR WORSHIP THE GOLDEN IMAGE WHICH THOU HAST SET UP. AND LOOK AT THIS IN VERSE 13. THIS AMAZES ME. IT SAYS, THEN NEBUCHADNEZZAR, IN HIS RAGE AND FURY, COMMANDED TO BRING SHADRACH, MESHACH, AND ABEDNEGO. THEN THEY BROUGHT THESE MEN BEFORE THE KING. NEBUCHADNEZZAR SPAKE AND SAID UNTO THEM, IS IT TRUE, O SHADRACH, MESHACH, ABEDNEGO, DO YE NOT SERVE MY GODS, NOR WORSHIP THE GOLDEN IMAGE WHICH I HAVE SET UP? AND THEN HE GOES THROUGH ALL OF THIS AGAIN. IF YOU HEAR ALL OF THIS MUSIC, AND IF YOU FALL DOWN WELL, BUT IF YOU WORSHIP NOT, YE SHALL BE CAST THE SAME HOUR INTO THE MIDST OF A BURNING, FIERY FURNACE. AND WHO IS THAT GOD THAT SHALL DELIVER YOU OUT OF MY HANDS? YOU KNOW, THIS IS SUCH AN ARROGANT STATEMENT. AGAIN, ANY PERSON WHO WOULD buy, BUILD A 60-FOOT IMAGE OF HIMSELF OUT OF GOLD AND COMMAND PEOPLE TO FALL DOWN AND WORSHIP IT, AND IF YOU DON'T WORSHIP IT, I'M GOING TO KILL YOU, THEY'VE GOT A SERIOUS EGO PROBLEM IN THE FIRST PLACE. BUT NOW HE EVEN COMES AGAINST THE GOD OF SHADRACH, MESHACH, AND ABEDNEGO, AND HE SAID, WHO IS THE GOD THAT SHALL DELIVER YOU OUT OF MY HANDS? DID YOU KNOW THAT NEBUCHADNEZZAR HAD CONQUERED THE KNOWN WORLD AT THIS TIME. HE WAS RULING OVER THE KNOWN WORLD. HE HAD THE LARGEST KINGDOM THAT HAD EVER EXISTED ON THE PLANET UP UNTIL THIS TIME. SO HE HAD ACCOMPLISHED THINGS. HE HAD CONQUERED, AND HE WAS GREATER AND BIGGER THAN ANY PERSON WHO HAD EVER LIVED ON THE EARTH AT THAT TIME, AND IT HAD GONE TO HIS HEAD, AND HE THOUGHT THAT EVEN GOD COULDN'T OVERCOME HIM. SAD TO SAY, IT MAY NOT BE TO THE SAME DEGREE, BUT THERE'S A LOT OF PEOPLE THAT ARE LIKE THIS TODAY, AND I MEAN, THEY ARE ARROGANT TO THE MAX. IN THE UNITED STATES, AND OF COURSE, THIS PROGRAM IS SEEN ALL AROUND THE WORLD, AND IT'S NOT LIMITED TO THE UNITED STATES. THIS IS HAPPENING IN NATIONS ALL OVER THE WORLD. BUT THERE ARE PEOPLE TODAY WHO ARE REJECTING THE STANDARDS OF MORALITY THAT GOD SET IN THE BIBLE AND THAT HAVE DOMINATED OUR CULTURES FOR HUNDREDS OF YEARS, AND THEY'RE JUST REWRITING EVERYTHING. AND THEY ARE DOING THINGS THAT THE BIBLE TEACHES ARE CLEARLY AN ABOMINATION. AND THEY ARE COMING OUT WITH LEGISLATION AND FORCING IMMORALITY DOWN THE THROATS OF PEOPLE. 
and persecuting any person who truly stands for the Word of God. And it's the same thing that Nebuchadnezzar did right here. It's total arrogance on their part. And I guarantee you, God is going to set this record straight, but He needs somebody to stand up. He needs people with a spirit of excellence. Did you know if Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, and Daniel hadn't have been there, God always has to flow through people. I know that there are people just praying that God will just sovereignly change the United States and change these other nations, and they're praying for revival as if it's just up to God to turn on the spout and all of a sudden people's hearts change just sovereignly under His control. That is not how the kingdom works. It says in Ephesians chapter 3 that God is able to do exceeding abundantly above all we ask or think. And most people just put a period right there. And they say, oh God, there's no limits to you. You can do this. And they just pray for God to intervene and to turn the nation around. But the scripture goes on to say it's according to the power that works in us. God flows through people. And there's even a scripture where it says that the Lord sought for a man and he marveled that there was no man to stand in the gap. And so basically he had to become a man. That's the reason that God became a man in physical form, Jesus, and brought salvation himself. God flows through people. It is not God's will that all of these ungodly things that are happening in our day and age are happening, but it's because God is looking for people that he can flow through. People say, where is the God of Daniel that turned this nation around? God is saying, where are the Daniels of God? Where is somebody who will have an excellent spirit, who will stand up like Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego did? Man, those are important things that I'm saying right here. This king was arrogant to the max. And did you know, he would have ultimately have been judged when he stands before God, when everybody stands before God. There is coming a judgment day. BUT HE MIGHT HAVE NEVER EXPERIENCED GOD'S JUDGMENT, AND I HAVEN'T GOT TIME ON TODAY'S PROGRAM. I MAY NOT EVEN GO INTO IT IN THIS ENTIRE SERIES, BUT IF YOU GO OVER TO DANIEL CHAPTER 4, NEBUCHADNEZZAR FINALLY LEARNED HIS LESSON. HE ACTUALLY TURNED INTO AN ANIMAL AND FOR SEVEN YEARS ate GRASS LIKE A COW WOULD, AND HE LOST HIS MIND. AND AFTER SEVEN YEARS, HIS REASON RETURNED UNTO HIM. GOD PUT HIM BACK ON THE THRONE, AND IN DANIEL CHAPTER 4, HE COMES BACK AND TALKS ABOUT NOW HE KNOWS THAT GOD RULES IN THE HEAVEN AND GIVES uh, THE KINGDOMS TO WHOEVER HE WANTS TO, the, TO THE BASIS OF MAN. AND THEN ONE OF THE STRONGEST STATEMENTS IN THE BIBLE IS DANIEL CHAPTER 4, VERSE 37. THE VERY LAST PART OF THAT SAYS, AND THOSE THAT WALK IN PRIDE, HE IS ABLE TO ABASE. HE DID ABASE NEBUCHADNEZZAR, AND NEBUCHADNEZZAR ACTUALLY CAME TO HIMSELF, AND HE WROTE THE FOURTH CHAPTER OF THE BOOK OF DANIEL, THE ONLY TIME THAT A PAGAN OR A FOREIGN, NON-JEWISH KING WROTE PART OF THE SCRIPTURES. DANIEL CHAPTER 4 WAS WRITTEN BY NEBUCHADNEZZAR, AND HE FINALLY HUMBLED HIMSELF, BUT DO YOU KNOW GOD USED DANIEL TO ACCOMPLISH THAT? HERE, GOD USES SHADRACH, MESHACH, AND ABEDNEGO TO BRING NEBUCHADNEZZAR DOWN A NOTCH FROM HIS PRIDE and it was because they had a spirit of excellence. If God is with us, who can be against us? We are not alone. He will help us to face Nero. 
Let him among you who is without sin. Let him throw the first stone. All persons suspected of following the religious sect known as Christianity will be thrown to the lions. Karis, an accredited Bible college in the beautiful town of Woodland Park, has been changing people's lives for over 25 years. The people here are so like-minded. They want to help you grow. These are people who genuinely care about you. They want the best for you. Be prepared to be blown away with the teachings. It's not just a season in your life. There's no way you can't change. You can't really go wrong going to a place that you get to sit and listen to the Word for four hours a day. Being under the Word that much just allowed God to pour so much into me. If you feel supernatural peace about coming to Karis, that's God. I know you're like, how, when, where, all these questions, just do it. The Lord will provide. I was doubting and second-guessing it, but when I took that step of faith, immediately, like, things were provided. Just being around like-minded believers, teachers who are there for you and ready to talk to you at any moment and answer your questions, there's just nothing like it. Just follow the leading of the one that you serve, and that's always going to be the right direction to go. Go to karisbiblecollege.org to register today. Discover the blessings that accompany an excellent spirit when you get Andrew's teaching titled, Excellence. This teaching is available in a CD or DVD album made from our daily television broadcast or in a DVD album recorded live from the 2016 Men's Advance. Each of these valuable resources are available for a gift of any amount when you contact us. You can also get Andrew's book titled Excellence for a gift of any amount when you write or call. We encourage everyone to give because there's a blessing in giving. But if you're simply unable to afford it, Andrew and his partners will provide this book to you free of charge. We want to say a special thank you to the Grace Partners of Andrew Womack Ministries. Your gifts make it possible to put free ministry materials into the hands of many people in need. If you're not already a Grace Partner, we ask you to pray about becoming one today. You can become a Grace Partner or order resources through our website at awmi.net or call our helpline Monday through Friday from 4.30 a.m. to 9.30 p.m. Mountain Time at 719-635-1111. Many of you are aware that we have a Karis Bible College worldwide, but our headquarters is located in Woodland Park, Colorado, and God has really blessed us. We have seen God provide supernaturally, and we now have somewhere around uh, close to $95 million worth of facilities at our main campus. But we owe about $23 million on a parking garage. And in order to get this paid off so that we can continue with student housing and all of the other things that are necessary for this Bible college, I've started what I call a 1K club. I was praying about this and the Lord just spoke to me that He was gonna be touching people's hearts that can give a one-time gift of $1,000 or people that can pledge for $100 a month for 10 months. And in the next 10 months, I'm believing to get this parking garage totally paid off. I'd like to ask you to pray about it. And if the Lord speaks with you, join with us, become a part of this 1K Club.
it was an honor to learn the word through Andrews College. It's an honor. I feel so blessed to have been able to go. And I found freedom in the fullness of the gospel. <laughs> and I'm just thrilled at the joy that has come from that freedom. Harris just changed my life forever. It, it's, it's incredible. And I'm so thankful. Thank you, God. <laughs> Thank you, God. Have you checked out the inside story yet? It's a great way for you to get an inside look of what is happening at Andrew Womack Ministries. With over six years of interviews, there's a lot to get excited about. Check out this month's featured story today, only at awmi.net.